If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Good evening and welcome to Business Live. Coming up tonight, government outlines structures for proposed Ghana Stabilization Fund set to take off before end of this month with seed capital of $500 million. And economist Professor Peter Korte is optimistic Ghana will meet its timelines for approval of the next tranche of $600 million. I don't foresee any... Uh... I, I think um, this, this uh, assurance will certainly uh, come on board. As to the specific details, we are yet to see. And all is set for the Joy Sports, Joy Business Football Economy Thought Leadership Program later this evening at the Labadi Beach Hotel. We'll give you details. My name is Beverly Bromore. Coming up after this break, please stay. for choosing us. Now, government has outlined more details about the proposed Ghana Stabilization Fund to take off before the end of this month. Now, the operational document gives details about the structure, capitalization, governance, and how the fund will be dispersed. Here's more in this report. The document reveals that government will provide $500 million as seed capital for the fund, while the World Bank will come on board with the remaining $250 million in terms of capitalization of the Ghana Stabilization Fund. The documents show that the Ghana Stabilization Fund will target commercial banks and other financial institutions affected by the domestic debt exchange program. 
Government supports for the fund will be drawn from taxpayers as well as budgetary allocation. Funding for the prospective banks and financial institutions will be purely on commercial grounds, insisting these are not bailout funds, adding that concessionary commercial rates may be considered with improved governance structures. The recapitalization should be done over three years for banks that apply for support. The Ghana Stability Fund would be structured in a way that it will be operationalized through what managers describe as solvent window and liquidity. Government through the Ghana Amalgamated Trust may seek some holding in these banks, that is if these financial institutions opt for the equity approach. An independent board is also expected to oversee how the disbursement will be done over the period. Bank of Ghana will act as custodians of the fund. We'll bring in Dr. Echia Hene later on in the bulletin to react uh, to this development. But moving on, the International Monetary Fund has maintained that Ghana must secure the required financing assurance from its external creditors by next month before its board can approve the next tranche of funds. Now, it's coming after the visiting IMF team passed the government on its first program review. IMF Mission Chief for Ghana, Stefan Rode, has been speaking on a yet-to-be-aired episode of PMS Press Business Edition this Saturday, uh, this Thursday at 9 p.m. My colleague, George Riafe, first asked him why this first review is important. What was important in the context of this first review was performance since the program approval. Uh, as you know, the authorities were committed to meet a certain number of quantitative performance criteria on fiscal, on monetary policy. Um, so we were assessing performance with respect to these quantitative criteria. And there were a number of commitments also that had been made on the structural front, so a number of reforms that had to be um, uh, implemented in the context of the program. And so we were also assessing performance with respect to, um, to these uh, structural uh, benchmarks. The good news is that our assessment is that performance has been very strong, mm -hmm. both with respect to the quantitative targets and with respect to the structural reforms. Mm. And it was based on that assessment that you passed a verdict that what? Because I need some clarity. That verdict was that we have passed the first review, or is it a conditional review that has been passed? Because I also get from you that we're supposed to do some things before you can take that staff report to the board on Ghana. Help me out on this one as well. So what is important to understand is that when um, an MF mission comes to the field to make an assessment on the review, um, we assess performance and based on that performance we will eventually make recommendations to our uh, management, the IMF management, and eventually to the board. Mm -hmm. So the agreement that we have uh, at the current juncture is called the staff level agreement mm -hmm. because, because it is an agreement between us, the staff team that was here in Accra yeah. for these two weeks, and the, and the government and the authorities. The next steps are for our management to, to uh, endorse the, the review and then eventually really the completion of the review and the disbursement of the funds associated with this review and in this case we talk about another 600 million dollars so this step uh, will require completion by our executive board of the review. Um, you asked about the 
the conditions or yeah. what yeah. needs to be uh, done going forward. For us to be able to present this review to our executive board, we need to have what we call financing assurances from official bilateral creditors. You will remember that for us to be able to present the program um, to our executive board back in May, we already needed a, a form of financing assurances mm. and we obtained then mm. the official creator committee uh, had committed uh, to provide debt relief to Ghana uh, in a way that is consistent with the program parameters, uh, in a way that is consistent with the financing that is envisaged for the program and also with the debt targets that the government is aiming to achieve mm -hmm. over the medium term. At this current juncture, we also need financing assurances, but because progress is being made in the discussions, um, the type of financing assurances that we need to be able to move forward with uh, uh, presenting the review to the board entail an agreement on, on those terms of the, the restructuring that the government and the official creditor committee are discussing. So then can we classify this verdict of passing the first review as a conditional pass? I think the, the, the best way to, to, to qualify what, what uh, happened this week is uh, that we have reached a staff level agreement. Uh, and the next step will be an executive board level co completion of the, uh, of the program. Mm. You know, I think it's in, important to understand that the staff level agreement is a very significant milestone for, mm. for Ghana. It was also a milestone when we reached staff level agreement back in December on the design of the program. Similarly, uh, we are now at a stage where we have that staff level agreement with the, with the government and, uh, and we will ta be you know, ta uh, looking at uh, w what is happening uh, between creditors and, uh, and the government to be able to, to move uh, forward the review to the so board. So I, I get from you that a staff level agreement is a staff level agreement, but for a lot of Ghanaians who are following this program, those are the questions that they are asking that when Mr. Rodet says a staff level agreement, and there are supposed to be certain things that should be met before the staff can go to the board. What does it mean when we asked about Ghana passing the first review? So what we uh, call the completion of the first review will happen once the, the executive board has met and endorsed that review. Mm -hmm. For this to happen, again, we need to have progress mm -hmm. uh, with the official creditor committee um, on, on the debt restructuring. There is a need to be an agreement there. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, head of the Institute of Statistical, Social and Economic Research, ESA, Professor Peter Corte, says he does not anticipate any difficulty on the part of government to get financing assurance from its external creditors. He's optimistic Ghana will meet its timelines for approval of the next tranche of $600 million. He spoke earlier on Marketplace. It's very critical um, for government or for Ghana to obtain this financial financing assurance because as part of the agreement, I mean, if you look at the SLA that um, has been agreed upon, that is a critical requirement. But I believe this discussion has gone on for quite some time. The IMF uh, World Bank has a SG20 framework, which uh, is being worked on um, for quite some time now. And, and I believe that um, they have very reached very far with, with this. Um, Zambia has being able to secure this assurance and is, is working to the advantage. But I believe that given that we have met all the conditions, the external creditors would uh, work swiftly on this so we could have the second tranche disbursed. I, I don't foresee any uh, 
Hello, I, I, I think um, this this uh, assurance will certainly uh, come on board. As to the specific details, we are yet to see um, how, to what extent, how deep uh, they will go to ensure that our debt uh, is reduced considerably is what we need. Um, we're currently borrowing quite a lot from the domestic markets, buying uh, of credit bills, and I don't think that is sustainable. So we need this as well, external um, assurance. We need uh, the external creditors to come on board, and we are certain as to our debt levels. I don't think we need another or further rounds of debt exchange. Uh, two rounds are enough, and therefore this is the last stage and very critical to us. Now let's go back to our headline story where government has outlined more details about the proposed Ghana Stabilization Fund to take off before the end uh, of this month. And joining me on phone uh, with some views is a finance person, uh, banking consultant, Dr. Richmond Echiahene, for his perspective. Uh, Dr. Echiahene, thank you so much uh, for your time. Do you agree that the details will provide some relief for the markets, particularly financial institutions seeking to access money from this fund? And, uh, I think it will provide relief. But considering the amount that was discussed in the original paper, we talked about $1.5 billion. Because if you look at the magnitude of the losses that these, some of these banks made, the 750 is only just the beginning of it because the losses were quite significant and some of them have basically lost all their capital. Some of them are just insolvent. But it's just the just beginning of maybe better things to come. But I would have thought that before we set the ball rolling at the beginning of the year, we should have fined out all these $1.5 to help the bank. Because already some of the banks have problem with gas. You know, the GAM admitted the bonds that these people issue to them, the money they issue to them, some of the banks use that money to buy bonds. And this thing has been wiped off. That is why you see in the document, the minister is tweaking two different things. He's talking about A and A2, A1 and A2. Those with the A2, have a serious challenges because those who took the amalgamated fund had a serious challenge. And that is why I think the, go the minister decided to separate the two. And I, be I think it's a good beginning, but I hope and pray that we'll be able to get the whole $1.5 to make the banks more solvent or the financial institutions more solvent. Right. And, and do you think that the outline addresses key issues uh, that you have raised in the past? Well, uh, it hasn't raised the issues, but I think it has dialed quite, quite significantly to some of the issues we raised. Because uh, the papers that we have done all along, we saw the magnitude of the losses. And we thought that the financial stability was just a buffer. But at least where the minister has started, I think it's, it's just a good beginning. If mm. he can continue with it, mm. as he has described in the document, I've read the document extensively, and I've followed the various, I've checked the bosses here and there. If we're able to do it, it will be in the step in the right direction for the financial sector.
Right. Now, from where you sit, do you think that uh, preferential treatment should be given to Ghanaian banks who are seeking recapitalization? Well, I have always said that not at where I'm sitting, because we have empirical evidence that all the banks, the external-owned banks, the foreign banks, have already started. I mean, I can mention names of the banks which started about as long as three months ago, according to Bloomberg and Reuters. And all the see, I think they've all started. But the problem, basically, the basically problem that we had in here was the local and the indigenous banks. We, at least, they suffered a lot. They suffered a lot. Apart from one or two, that suffered a lot. They didn't, the Ghanaian, the, the, the indigenous bank really suffered. They suffered. The state-owned suffered massively. And the, two of the private banks, two or two of the known private banks also suffered. And I believe if we're able to start with this, it will be a good beginning for these institutions. And so that by the end of the year, or beginning of next year, I mean, the whole thing will have to be, um, uh, the 1.5 billion has to be completed so that we can complete these uh, problems that we have created for ourselves. Right. We appreciate uh, your time here, Dr. Richmond Etiahene. He's a banking consultant. Let's do some other stories now. And Ghana's government has reopened its offer to exchange loans held by local bondholders for new securities as part of its efforts to enhance debt sustainability. The invitation is expected uh, to holders of is extended to holders of eligible bonds who did not participate in a previous uh, swap announced in February. Now the new securities offered in exchange are expected to be more liquid. Now additionally the government may prioritize payments of the new bonds under certain circumstances, potentially improving its cash flow position and supporting debt sustainability. Now, so far, approximately 85% of bondholders have accepted the exchange. This move follows Ghana's recent agreement to swap about $4 billion of domestic debt, building on a previous $7.7 billion debt restructuring in February. Now, to shed more light on this is Benjamin Bwachi, chief economist at Second Start, a technology company that is building solutions to enhance intra-Africa capital and investment flow. Thank you so much, sir, for your time. What does this mean for debt sustainability in the country? Kindly unmute for me, sir. Uh, can you hear me? Yes, loud and clear. Okay, good. Um, yeah, this recent restructuring was an administrative reopening of the existing domestic debt exchange program. Uh, so what it says is that the government, um, you know, the Ministry of Finance was being very thorough in ensuring that every piece of domestic debt that it could potentially refinance and and thereby lower their cost of um, of of their debt their debt burden, they were going to take advantage of that. Uh, so, you know, they're going to be very, very pleased. I think they had identified, uh, you know, well over the four billion that was ultimately, uh, tendered in. But, uh, when you add the administrative reopening to, uh, the prior rounds of, of DDP, you, you, you achieve something like an 85, uh, to 90% success rate, which is massive, uh, in terms of, of, 
you know, just an operation to restructure your debt and lower your uh, your debt burden. So I'm sure they'll be pleased. And I think it'll be an example for other countries uh, that go the route, you know, the common framework. Uh, they, they'll look at Ghana as a model uh, for being thorough and, and extensive uh, in their domestic debt restructurings. Right. Now, how about other uh, African exchanges? What are the prospects? I mean, we're in a we're in a bit of a of a slump. The geopolitical and global uh, landscape just kind of keeps sending different shocks, and somehow Africa seems to be uh, at the confluence of all of these things. Uh, always, always, you know, getting the brunt uh, of these of these events. Um, so it's 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 a cloudy outlook in the medium term uh, going forward. But in Ghana. Uh, in particular, which, I mean, as we heard a little bit earlier, you've seen that growth has been a bit resilient. The currency has been quite stable um, and inflation has started to come down, even though it's still extremely high. Uh, so for Ghana to be able to show, uh, you know, the type of maneuverings that can be done and that should be done. And and the simple fact that the IMF deal that we inked uh, is essentially being successful uh, it provides a blueprint for other countries in distress, uh, and and they'll have to uh, do their very best, you know, to support their economies and their and their stock markets and, and exchanges as well. Right. Before I let go of you, uh, what would be your advice to government? Well, in the immediate term, restructuring our external debt is the most important thing for us to get done and to accomplish. Uh, the government's been a bit uh, quiet about, you know, they've, they've kept those negotiations on the hush-hush, and I'm sure that they're doing everything that needs to be done. I'm not sure that they would need uh, any more advice from me on that front. But in the medium to longer term, the government of Ghana absolutely needs to get its its fiscal house in order. Uh, and yes, the IMF uh, deal can provide something of a of a of a blueprint in terms of how we're we're spending money to uh, protect the vulnerable and and maintain the the stability of the the macro economy. Uh, but I think more stimulative um, approaches to I guess particularly in my opinion the human capital, you know, is 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 where I think the government of Ghana maybe lacks um, hasn't been as as uh, as aggressive. And I think that has a lot to do, you know, if you're successful on the human capital front, if you can if you can mobilize capital and invest it in in the youth, in in people who have the potential to to add to the economy, but have otherwise been unable to access the capital they need. If you can if you can mobilize capital to them, I think that'll be transformative. Here at Second Stacks, what we do is we connect capital markets for just that purpose, right? So that people all over the continent have access to capital from all over the continent. And then uh, that's the type of, 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 of innovation, I think, uh, that we believe deeply uh, will, will, will bolster and, and, and improve the prospects of, of the economy on the continent. Right. Thank you so much. Benjamin Boachi, he's the chief economist at Second Start. And you're still watching Business Life here on the Journey's channel with me, Beverly Broom. We take a quick break. We'll be back with more. Please stay with us.
Hello, my name is Abeiku Agri Santana. If there's anything that makes my life so easy, it is my bank. I love hanging out with my boys' boys at our usual fufu joint. But even without cash, we still need job better with EcoBank Mobile. No matter the time of day, my bank helps me stay in touch with my beautiful wife whenever she's away. And when my beautiful wife is in town, she never misses out on her favorite TV shows because I'm able to pay up all my TV subscriptions from the comfort of my mobile phone. Whenever she has to get groceries too, my bank makes it cashless and convenient. And the part my wife loves the most is when my bank makes it possible and easy for her to shop from any part of the world without moving. <laughs> Welcome to the smart world of Ecobank. Download Ecobank Mobile from Google Play Store or the app store and discover the smart way to bank. Ecobank, the Pan-African bank. Welcome back. Now, leading dairy goods producer uh, from Macedon, Ghana, has donated over 330,000 cities to support the cost of surgery of some seven patients at the National Cardiothoracic Center at Kolibu. Now, this comes after the corporate social responsibility campaign of the company Cowbell Impacting Lives partnered the center to support financially constrained patients. Now, the ceremony also coincided with a series of social impact activities which form part of the launch of the Cowbell Premium and the Cowbell Vita Rich product. Yes, more. As part of its corporate social responsibility, Promac Ghana has donated 335,700 cities to the National Cardiothoracic Center of Ghana. The effort, which is part of a partnership with Ghana's only tertiary cardio center, will see producers of the recently launched Cowbell Premium and Cowbell Vita Rich cater for the surgeries of some cardiac patients. Speaking to Joy Business at the ceremony, Human Resource Manager of Promacidol Ghana, Andrews Bodom, expressed his company's commitment to give back to the society through its Cowbell Impacting Lives initiative. Our aim is to better the lives of people, but taking it a step further is to ensure that we assist in providing health care to patients, especially those who are unable to, unable to afford. Our, our aim of coming here today is to make a donation to the cardio center in providing surgical procedure operation to seven patients to the tune of 30,000 U.S. dollars. We believe that through this partnership, such persons would be saved and then they would have a prosperous life. Communications and Public Relations Manager at Promacidor Ghana, Gideon Kodo, had this to say on the partnership and the new variant recently launched. Beyond today's donation, which is actually an amount of 335 1,700 Ghana cities, which is $30,000 that we are donating to the cardio center. It is also to see us um, support the, the, the unit from 
time to time. Um, I mean, we, we look forward to this being a long-term partnership, and so it is not just a one-off. We're definitely going to have series of other donations to the, the, the center. The donation also is part of our activities marking the launch of two new variants of Cowbell, which is the Cowbell Premium and also the Cowbell uh, Vitarage. The whole idea for this two new variant is to provide variety in the dairy category space, which we are uh, leaders in. And so whilst bringing in new products to give value and also that nutritive uh, element to the Ghanaian consumer, we also see it very important to give back to the society. Dr. Cole Nchiamenza, a cardiothoracic surgeon at the center, expressed his gratitude for Cowbell's continuous generosity. The gesture is not just a simple presentation of cash, but you are virtually giving these individuals their lives back to them. Because without this surgical intervention, the outcome is bleak for them. We are grateful that you are not making it a one-off donation. And that you have. Now, the global sports tourism market was valued at $587.8 billion in 2022, a significant growth in the popularity of sports in events such as the Olympics, the FIFA World Cup, the NBA, and others across the globe are factors propelling the growth of the industry. Countries like Saudi Arabia and China have made significant investments to attract big uh, football names in a bid to leverage on football to boost tourism. Now, in view of this, Joy Sports and Joy Business are organizing a thought leadership program to discuss the economy of football and how Ghana can strategically position itself to attract foreign direct investment. The event comes off today at the Labadi Beach Hotel at exactly 7 p.m. The theme for the event is repurposing our approach to football development. And that's how we wrap up Business Live tonight. For more news, you can log on to myjoyonline.com forward slash business. I am Beverly Broom. Do enjoy the rest of our